Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833995 gold 833995 g o l d welcome to today's edition of the clay travis and buck sexton show podcast we will lead the conservative movement and the republican party back to victory and it will be a greater victory than this party has ever had We will take back the House. We will take back the Senate. And then, after witnessing all that has gone wrong in our country in such a short period of time, with our borders, with our economy, with crime, we will take back that glorious White House. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. There you had the former president, Donald Trump, at CPAC in Dallas over the weekend. I had a lot of friends there. I, I couldn't make it this time around, uh, but it was well attended. And certainly the uh, the keynote there at the end, former President Trump getting everybody particularly fired up about both the what he views as very strong chance, strong future ahead. I mean, it's Trump, so it's a certainty, right, Clay, that he's going to come back and and win or the GOP will win. Um, and But beyond that, he also wanted everyone to know that the Biden administration has been an abject failure. And here you go. In a matter of mere months, Joe Biden has brought our country to the brink of ruin. Right here in Texas, we are the epicenter of a border and migration crisis unlike anything anyone has ever seen before in the history of our country. At the same time, they have totally obliterated your energy industry. I told you. You know, Clay, the president was in. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's an accident. The former president, if I was talking to him, we say, Mr. President, the former president um, was was in his usual form at CPAC and I got to say, he he's got the energy. He he's got that st- that same electricity and charisma. 
you know, he won the straw poll. There was a CPAC straw poll. DeSantis had the second best showing. But it feels like, I, I know we're a ways away from the presidency. It feels like going into the midterms, he is the single most powerful voice the GOP has of opposition against the Biden fiasco. I, I don't think there's any doubt. You mentioned that uh, Texas straw poll, uh, the CPAC Texas straw poll result run without Trump. All right. So let's start with that one. Ron DeSantis, 68 percent. Pompeo, 5 percent. Donald Trump Jr., 4 percent. So DeSantis just dominates in a marketplace without Trump. With Trump, Trump uh, gets 70 percent. Ron DeSantis gets 26 percent. And by the way, Trump's approval rating at CPAC was 98%. So, look, this is still a long way away, but you can see what is being created here if Ron DeSantis wins re-election in Florida next year, which I think he will, and I would imagine you think he will as well, Buck. He has become such a big part of the story, indeed, that Christy Noem's even taking shots at him during her speech, you know, which I thought was kind of interesting in and of itself. We're coming back with some of the audio from the CPAC uh, event. But Christy Noem, like, took pretty good shots at him. I think we have the audio, right, Buck? We talk about rewriting history. Let's talk about rewriting history. We've got Republican governors across this country pretending they didn't shut down their states, that they didn't close their beaches, that they didn't mandate masks, that they didn't issue issue shelter in places. Now, I'm not picking fights with Republican governors. All I'm saying is that we need leaders with grit, that their first instinct is to make the right decision, that they don't backtrack and then try to fool you into the fact that they never made the wrong decision. Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on a second here. With the governor Noam, all right? I got a little, little, little bone to pick, a little, little issue here. We got it, we got it. First of all, okay, thou shalt not attack thy fellow conservative Republican governor. That should be, and I know she didn't name, but we all, we all kind of know who Christie's taking a shot at. When you said beaches. I think it was clear. That's kind of pretty clear. It's not Oklahoma we're talking about here. No, no, nothing but love for Oklahoma, but it's not, we're not talking about the beaches there. This is, this is angle. There's a lot of angling going on behind the scenes to start to line up some donors in the event that Trump doesn't decide to run. And Noam sees herself because they never really shut down her state, to be fair. She, you know, obviously it's a different state. Right. Than so, so this is the Texas. Thing. I mean, yeah. South Dakota's got a couple million people and has a population density. And we love our South Dakota listeners. It's not, but I'm just stating some facts here. Population density more similar to islands in, in Polynesia than what you get in the, you know, the densely populated eastern corridor of the United States along I 95, right? So it's, it's, it's even less than a million people, Buck. There, I said a couple. Whole, yeah, okay. Yeah, what, the whole state doesn't even have a million people. So comparing the way that you respond to COVID, to be fair, in South Dakota with Florida or Texas, where it, they have the, obviously yeah. big population governors, uh, and that's a big difference. And, and, and the bigger issue, and I'm sure Ron is saying, look, I think Ron's probably going to take the high road on this and just let it go. Because, you know, Noam is also still, she's still a little... Little, little bit agitated about the fact that a lot of conservative media folks, and I got to say, I'm one of them, were very displeased with her for backing down from the fight over that trans sports yes. bill in her state. And she went on Tucker's show and it was not a, it was not a good look. It was not a good showing for her there. Seemed very smarmy 
and and like she knew something everyone else doesn't know. Yeah, what we knew was that she backed out of the fight in a way that she shouldn't have. Okay, but more importantly on the Florida thing, and by the way, now I'm gonna we 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 gotta get to the Texas Democrat thing here, Clay, because see what we're doing? The Democrats want us to we're sitting here picking apart our own team, our own side, but I just I gotta I gotta throw out I gotta throw a flag on behalf of Ron DeSantis here. The restrictions that were in place, and I know because my two brothers moved to Florida during the pandemic from New York. They're now they're now Florida residents. The restrictions were city and county restrictions. Ron DeSantis overwhelmingly kept the state of Florida open at a state level. You can't blame DeSantis for mask mandates put in by the city of Miami, for example. You can't blame DeSantis for what Palm Beach County may have done. You know what I mean? That's the part of this that's unfair. I think, I think that's clutch. And, and look, I am a property owner. We have a place in Florida as well. Last year, Buck, I was so fed up with all the restrictions that we went down. I took my family. Schools were closed down everywhere. Uh, I took my family, and we spent the month of May uh, in Florida, which, by the way, my uh, my nine-year-old at the end of 2020, he was like, you know, people said 2020 was a tough year, Dad. He's like, but they shut down school, and I didn't even have to finish, and then we got to go to the beach for a month. He was like, 2020, and I, and I got to eventually play sports again, and we didn't have school. Uh, so the perspective was different because we went down to Florida and he had uh, he had opened up, as he said, Florida was in many ways in the United States an oasis of freedom. And ironically, governors like Gretchen Whitmer, remember, like went down to Florida, like p- governors who were locking down their own states took vacations in Florida. Illinois family uh, that Pritzker, his entire family was relocated to Florida. It was amazing how many of these science based Democratic governors were perfectly fine taking vacations in the unsafe uh, state of Ron DeSantis. All you had to know about Governor Whitmer, Governor Halfwit, was that she had a pillow of Fauci perfectly placed behind her for her cable news hits. A Dr. Fauci face embroidered pillow that she prominently displayed so that everyone at MSNBC would know that St. Fauci was watching over. We we should and we will get to the door-to-door vaccine stuff as well as the growing sensibility among, or I should say the growing openness among Democrats that, yeah, Clay, it's your choice and my choice if we don't get vaccinated, but they just want us to feel the pain then. I mean, it's our choice. But they want to take away our rights and they want to make us miserable and and really ostracize us from society. But it's it's our it's our choice. So um, we, we well, I wanted to hit this news, too. But yeah, before yeah, we go into this, set, read, set, set it up as we as we finish the uh, the second uh, the second hour there. We'll talk about this a bit more as we come back out of this segment. But there is a report that Texas Democrats are walking out of the state. We were just talking about CPAC going on down in Texas. Texas Democrats are walking out to deny Republicans a quorum, which would theoretically prevent the passage of the elections bill, trans bill, bell bill, everything else they're trying to get done. They have to leave the state potentially for weeks. The last time they did this was in 2003. We will see whether this materializes or not, but that is a big political story from outside of the Lone Star State that we will discuss some as to how that would play on the national stage. But first, Buck, what you got for us? You know, trillions of dollars have been pumped into our economy just over the last couple of years, and our national debt is over $28 trillion. I mean, we're going to be at $30 trillion here very soon. That's a certainty. And if you had told people that 10 years ago, they would have said, no way. I mean, that our, our currency can't sustain that, right? 
We're there, folks. What can you do to protect your savings and retirement accounts today? I'll tell you what I did. I took action. I diversified and bought real gold and silver from the Oxford Gold Group. Not gold and silver stocks or ETFs. No, no. Actual gold and silver that has weight that you can hold in your hands. I buy my gold and silver from the Oxford Gold Group because I trust them. Give them a call right now at 833-404-GOLD. They'll answer all your questions and send you their investment guide. Whether you're looking to have real gold and silver delivered to you at home or have real gold and silver in your IRA or 401k, the Oxford Gold Group can help. Call the Oxford Gold Group today at 833-404-GOLD. Rush Limbaugh, the man behind the Golden EIB microphone. A new podcast hosted by yours truly, James Golden, or as many of you know me, Bo Snurdly. Come with me behind the scenes for an exciting and intimate look at the man who changed America as we know it on iHeart or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast presented by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation and MyPillow. Welcome back in. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. I'm Clay Travis. He is Buck Sexton. We are talking about Cuba. Massive story being undercovered by the left-wing media. Surprise, surprise. Bernie Sanders still said nothing. AOC still said nothing. The White House has put out a statement which is in support of the Cuban protesters. But meanwhile, crackdowns across the entire island occurring at a massive level. And as that is taking place, there are a lot of uh, situations that are continuing to be discussed. So many different ideas about what exactly the United States could and should do to help try to further these protesters uh, who are supporting freedom and democracy. A lot of different takes. Let's go to John in Savannah, Georgia. John, what's up? Hey, Clay, the plan to invade Cuba, I think that's going to be could be an American version of Red Dawn. I just see a, a lot of pitfalls there. You know, I don't have any, no, no doubt, or, or, or the greatest confidence in our troops. But with this administration, really, the same people that are running the withdrawal in Afghanistan and our southern border, you know, do we want them to sign off on an ops plan and execute an ops plan or order to go into uh, uh, Cuba? I don't think there's any way they would do it, Buck, and that's what we're talking about. I'm saying from my perspective, and thanks for the call, by the way, John, I'm saying from my perspective I'm tired of the United States' response to Cuba being, hey, we're in favor of freedom and democracy. And then we just watch all the freedom and democracy protesters get their asses kicked, get thrown into boats, and try to make their way to the United States. At some point, you have to do, I think, something more than say, hey, we're in favor of freedom and democracy. We're we're not going. I mean, and I understand you're you're doing the thought experiment of what you what you would like to see happen if we could. But the Biden administration, that there's a zero percent chance in my mind. And I I think that would be pretty widely held that they'll actually do any kind of any military intervention support. Remember that there have been some very provocative things done by the Cubans in recent years, there were these sonic attacks that have been since pretty soundly confirmed where they've gone after U.S. diplomats with really a, a horrific and, and crippling weapon that uses it, it's not even fully. It's like a microwave weapon that creates, you know, it, it, it debilitates people. It, it makes them uh, unable to it, it unbalances them and it creates tremendous pain. Um, so the Cubans, the Cuban regime is still is still very aggressive toward the U.S. in all kinds of ways. But I mean, one thing that I think we have to remember, we're talking about the Democrats and where they'll go with all this, Clay, is they don't want people to make the obvious connection between the 60 year long failure of central planning, which is the heart of any socialist system. 
price controls and social justice. What does it do when you really when you don't have mean capitalists like you and me and all of our listeners in the mix? Right. And Trump. And, and, you know, what does it mean when the people who really believe in the social justice stuff, the CRT, the central planning, the collectivism get their way? Well, we have run experiments and we've seen it. And the experiments are Cuba for the last 60 years, Venezuela, particularly for the last 15 or 20 years, uh, you know, Nicaragua at different times, the Soviet Union, North Korea. It the, fails. It turns it out. Fails. It turns out that the democratic socialists in our own mix here in America uh, or in our own midst are, are not particularly keen on the American people figuring out. Hold on a minute. You mean that Cuba could actually be a really prosperous, free and happy place with amazing culture and, and good quality of life? If only they got rid of the people telling them what to do all the time who know the economy better and don't want markets to work and don't and don't believe in private property and don't believe in free. Oh, that's so that's at the, that's in the background of everything the Democrat Party does on Cuba. They don't want people to take that away as, as a lesson. Buck, every cruise ship in America circles Cuba. That's what they do. If Cuba opened up, it would immediately immediately be a capitalist nirvana in many ways as they started to embrace freedom. The quality of life of the average Cuban would skyrocket. Their health, look, there's an article in the New York, uh, in the Wall Street Journal today, they can't get treatment for scabies, which is, in the grand scheme of things, a relatively minor uh, uh, illness that is usually easily treated, my understanding is, with antibiotics. Their uh, government is so fallen apart in terms of health care right now. People are focused on COVID. They can't even treat basic uh, Ill- illnesses that should be able to be solved with easy distribution of antibiotics. We got like the uh, we got the the folks here are ready to, to storm the beaches. A bunch of them. Yes. Ray in Miami, Florida. Ray, you're on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to storm those beaches right away, but I think you know, it, it is a Cuban problem. It is not an American problem. Um, and you know what? Uh, you're absolutely right. It's not just the medicine. This is not about COVID. This is about 60 years of oppression. It's about 60 years of not having soap, water, just basic necessities. People can't shower for three days because the water gets cut off. They cut off the electricity last night. They cut off the uh, uh, the Internet last night. We know what's going on. Uh, you know, it's not a surprise. They're 90 miles away. Half the people on, in this country, uh, which are Cubans, have people on the other side because that's what they do. They divide you, and then they say, here, go back to U.S., send back your money, and that's we've been supporting that island for the last Yeah, re- remittances are also a big part of this that people don't often talk about, but that's been a huge source of support for people back in Cuba. I want to do Fred in Pompano, Florida, for a second here. Fred, you said you've got family still there. Yep, I'm here. About Pompano. Uh, yeah, I came with the Peter Pan program back in 61. I was 14 years old. So I saw a lot of the things. And the, the previous caller is absolutely right. I couldn't have put it better myself. I just want to make the point that the, the rapid response brigades have been around for a long, long, long time. And, and you, you said it beautifully. It's people that work for the government. Government agencies stress as civilians bust to the area of conflict where people are demonstrated and so on, and they physically beat them up, put them in buses, and take them away. So when the media is around, taking pictures, taking video, 
uh, it's, it seems like it's the same Cubans that are fighting. No, they're not. They're government agents. So you, you put it beautifully. And the second point I want to make, I don't know if time's short here, uh, Barry Sanders, are you kidding me? He is the guy who was not long ago was praising the educational system in Cuba. You're right. Can, can I and Fred, great call. And thank you so much for bringing that perspective and appreciate your patience. I know you're on hold for a long time. Clay, let's just remind everybody, you know, the go I mean, the uh, the mayor of New York City, I believe, went to Nicaragua to be near the Sandinistas on his honeymoon. So, you know, when we're talking about, you know, Bernie Sanders honeymooned in the Soviet Union, which is also well known. <laughs> so when I'm saying there is an affinity, I'm not yes. pulling that out of thin air. And these are still American politicians in positions of extreme influence and prominence. And they, they're sympathetic to commies. I'm sorry. That's just the reality. Yeah. They, look, there's no doubt. And the Bernie Sanders recollection, remember, for the 2020 presidential campaign, they ended up losing, the Democrats did Florida pretty substantially, no matter what, because of this massive outreach from uh, from Cuban voters, Venezuelan voters. People have seen what really happens with socialism and communism. But Democrats basically said, hey, we're not even going to be able to compete in the state of Florida if Bernie Sanders is our nomination, uh, is our nominee, which is one way that, that Joe Biden ended up winning, was Bernie was so far out there in the left-wing uh, idiocy as it pertained to praising Castro. I mean, it's it's madness. All right, let's Speaking let's madness. Let's come yeah. back in, Clay. We've been promising, you know, Biden today is hosting at the White House New York City's Democratic mayoral candidate, uh, Eric Adams, other law enforcement folks. Now Democrats are getting serious all of a sudden, or at least pretending to, I should say, about what to do to tackle crime. I have some theories about where this is going to go very quickly, but we should break down what why is this happening? I mean, if they had listened to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show, they would have known now for weeks why they have the crime problems they do in these cities. But let's let's address that when we when we come back here in just a moment. But, you know, now is the time for those of you out there who who have a mortgage. Now's the time to save some big money every month. And it's not hard to do this. You just got to refinance your mortgage with the right folks. And, you know, you got to do it now before rates get any higher, Clay. No doubt, uh, because right now the mortgage rates we're seeing can make a significant difference to your budget, making now the perfect time to call American Financing. America's home for home uh, loans, they will take advantage of a free mortgage review. They can give it to you, and you can see if you can save up to $1,000 a month. Think about that would mean for your budget and your lifestyle, up to $1,000 a month. Clay, it's amazing. And if you like what you hear, folks, they'll pre-qualify you for free. You may be able to postpone two mortgage payments, so don't put off a refi any longer. There's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees, all right? Call American Financing at 800-777-8109. That's 800-777-8109, or visit AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, NMLS Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Encourage all of you to go subscribe to the podcast. Search out my name, Clay Travis. You can search out Buck Sexton. You can go give us a five-star review. We have been discussing in great detail the protests emerging all over Cuba. And to me, it represents in many ways a failed version of an idealized democratic universe where socialism, the Bernie Sanders of the world, have their way. 
and you end up with this situation. And simultaneously, the Democrats have also failed, I think, with the dumbest argument that has ever been made in the 21st century from a political perspective. It was defund the police. Joe Biden is having a all-hands-on-deck meeting at the White House today with a lot of big city mayors to discuss the overwhelming increase in murder and violent crime. Included there is the winner of the Democratic primary for New York City Mayor Eric Adams, and he basically came out and said, hey, we blew it as a party talking about defund the police, play cut eight. And in terms of laws, in terms of state or city or national gun laws to try to stop gun violence, what do you think would work? And, and do you think the priorities of national Democrats uh, may have been misplaced? Uh, yes, I, I do. I believe uh, those priorities, uh, they really were uh, misplaced. And it's almost uh, insulting what we have witnessed over the last uh, few years. Uh, many of our presidents, uh, they saw these numbers. They knew that the inner cities, particularly where black, brown and poor people lived, uh, they, knew, they knew they were dealing with this uh, real crisis. And it took this president to state uh, that it is time for us to stop ignoring what is happening in the South sides of Chicago's in the Brownsville's uh, in the Atlantis of our sit of our country and so it is extremely important that just as we became energetic after we saw mass shootings uh, with assault rifles in the suburban parts of our country which we should have we should have also focused on the handgun the numbers that is by the way the Eric Adams talking about failed democratic policies and look 22-year veteran of the New York City Police Department. Buck, you're a New York City native. All this talk about the energized left wing of the Democratic Party, who ended up winning the Democratic mayoral nomination for New York City, the guy who emphasized safe streets, bringing back plainclothes police officers, may not have stop and frisk coming back yet, but I think you are seeing what two, Demo two, uh, two Republicans, Giuliani and Bloomberg, did back-to-back -to, -back to make New York City safe again was the right call, and Democrats are panicked trying to put out the fires that they created. I'm also not willing to give up uh, or, or just move past on what happened a year ago in the 2020 election with this issue. Clay, my, my argument here is that the Democrats were willing to go so scorched earth in order to capitalize on whatever they could to defeat Trump in the 2020 election, that things that were obvious to rational, reasonable people and things that should have been truly, as issues at least, beyond uh, politicization, became weapons used against, against Trump. We saw that with certainly COVID. I mean, the Democrats made it seem in 2020 like Trump made COVID in a lab at Mar-a-Lago or something. I mean, they were always always exaggerating how he was so terrible and it's all his fault and hydroxychloroquine. But on the crime issue, they saw the BLM movement 2.0 after the death of George Floyd as an opportunity to mobilize the left wing base to create chaos and disorder, which really suppresses the conservative base in this country, because people I know people who said, well, why isn't Trump? Why isn't the administration doing more about this? So it really hits it at two levels there. The Democrat left wing activists like what they see with the riots and the attacks in the cities. And it's just a reminder that they were willing, the mainstream Democrat Party was willing to pretend to be run by abject morons who couldn't figure out that by undermining police and defunding them, more people 
and disproportionately more minorities were going to be shot and going to be killed. You know, we shouldn't let them. I know, you know, they're coming to the right conclusion now, Clay, but they should pay a price politically for what they've put the country through for the last year. I I think that's true. And moreover, it's so frustrating and so self-evident that this was going to be the result. And, Buck, I feel like we're also seeing into the future, you know what's going to happen in 2024? BLM 3.0. Every four years, in an effort to terrify their base of black supporters, they need to sell the idea that America is a fundamentally unsafe place and that police officers are the reason why America is a fundamentally unsafe place. They are selling an opposite version of reality. For those of you who uh, are Stranger Things uh, fans, it's like we're in the upside down. Mm -hmm. They are creating a fundamentally different world that is not in any way constrained by reality or facts, which we know the end result is going to be. And unfortunately, the result here, Buck, is there are thousands of people that would otherwise be alive today if we had simply allowed police to do their jobs. That's the reality. And it's even worse because then police in response to that political abandonment, and it's very real because elected officials, remember law enforcement at the state and local level in particular, law enforcement is overseen by and run by, as I've said before, the political class. So in a major city, the mayor is like the commander in chief of the police force. So when defund and the activist Democrat left comes along and says, cops are the problem and you have all these different mayor's offices and prosecutors too in these major cities chicago new york los angeles atlanta philadelphia san francisco you know go down the list prosecutors want to make a name for themselves and they want to ride the political wave too so now what are they looking for opportunities to crack down on cops quote abuses which in many cases are just whatever happens to get uploaded onto the internet and looks like a police officer using force in a way that can make people uncomfortable absent the context of what's actually happened in that situation this is the a lesson we shouldn't have had to learn again because we've already learned it many times in the past but democrats you know right now all of a sudden they're trying to act like they're reasonable on this data was clear transparent and self-evident buck there was no uncertainty about what was going to happen and yet we found ourselves here again by the way some breaking news out there texas democrats are threatening to leave the state over an issue with voting rights we'll talk about it next you're listening to clay travis and buck sexton on the eib network Have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. 
Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.